Welcome to the Limitless Potential Podcast, where together we will dive into the personal, business, and career-rich tips, techniques, stories, and experiences of some incredibly successful and inspirational people, each with their own perspectives and journeys, and each with golden nuggets of wisdom which might just change your life. I'm Tracy Stone, and I'm a master trainer in a number of career supercharging techniques, a transformational coach, international best-selling author, inspirational speaker, and a woman discovering and evolving my very own limitless potential day by day. for another episode of Limitless Potential. And today I'm delighted to welcome Irina Sanchez de Lozada, who joins us from London. Now, Irina is a career growth coach and creator of the globally recognized Aligned Career Mastery System. She knows firsthand what it's like to feel stuck, lost and directionless in a career, because at one point she found herself, like so many others, waking up every day and thinking, there's got to be more to my career than this. But somewhere down the line, she stopped enjoying what she was doing and realized that the next level promotion or even changing employers was not the right answer, but she didn't know what was. That journey took a lot of time and effort and an inspired understanding of fulfilling career paths. Realizing that so many other people struggle in the same way as she once did in identifying and securing exciting and meaningful career transitions, Irina developed the Aligned Career Mastery System and helps others to secure life-changing career transitions. Arena's mission is to help as many ambitious professionals as possible to claim back their confidence, to know that they're worthy and ready exactly as they are, to find a career that allows them to wake up excited on Mondays again. And she's here with us today to talk about her journey and how she taps into her very own limitless potential. So welcome, Arena, and thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much, Tracy, for inviting me over. A real pleasure to be here. Well, it's great. So look, I'm dying to hear more about this because this career situation is something that so many people go through, isn't it? People get stuck. They feel unfulfilled. They feel confused. They, they don't know how to get out of that hamster wheel. So we're dying to get to all of that. But before we get into that juicy goodness, I'd love for you to share with our listeners the journey that you've had that's brought you here right the way from the beginning. So bring us back and give us a flavor, if you would, Arena, of what life was like for you growing up. And we'll kind of piece together the journey that has made you the great success that you are today. <laughs> sure, Tracy. Um, I am coming from a country uh, called Belarus. So it's a, um, it's a country, Central Europe, quite small one and closed from the rest of the world so i grew up in a country where even thinking about who you are what you want was forbidden because there was a culture of communism everybody's the same nobody can stand out 
you cannot be better than anybody else. So in a way, you kind of learn that this is the only way to live. Um, however, I couldn't agree, <laughs> I couldn't settle for that because since ever I had this curiosity inside about the world uh, around and what what could possibly I do I can and I can do. So I I was almost in a way rebelling against the traditional path. Like you need to go to there, do this, like what is expected from you. Even though I was rebelling it, I still had to do it. So in a way, I've been always curious about psychology, for example, human behavior, but it was not really prestigious <laughs> according to my parents. So that is why I ended up well learning and studying finance in a state university and but again there was not enough there was always this feeling inside me that i always wanted to grow and expand um and i think it was since ever because if you ask me when it started since ever i was always curious about what else could possibly i do what else is available for me how can i grow in a better way in a more expensive way so i checked all the opportunities to go abroad and uh, because I knew that if I want to have a big future, it's not going to be in my country um, where I was born. So that is why I explored all the opportunities and I applied to <clears throat> sorry, different scholarships because obviously I couldn't afford studying abroad or living abroad. Um, yeah, in different countries. And actually I secured uh, quite a few uh, offers um, from different universities who offered me full scholarship. But I chose London because I was always fascinated by London. It was close, not too far from home. So yeah, with this uh, scholarship from the British government, that's how years ago I arrived to London and started my beautiful journey towards, <laughs> towards who I am today. Um, and that's so yeah, a great that's... change to make. I mean, that's that's a big jump. What age were you then, and and how did that feel for you moving from Belarus to London? How was I wasn't that? young already because it was uh, it was for university, so it was after school. So I was seventeen. Uh, so it wasn't that. I mean, I was not a baby, <laughs> but yeah, it definitely <laughs> was scary. But as I said, for me, it was scarier to stay. If I'm honest, I don't know why. Mm. I just always felt kind of limited you're talking about limitless so I've never felt this freedom the sense of freedom was always important to me because you know I I always thought that that's the only feeling I always chased the sense of freedom and I just couldn't feel that freedom inside by staying where I was and so I just wanted more so that's <laughs> I guess that's that's how this desire led me to search for opportunities of how can I go. And it was not only to go away. I didn't want to go away for the sake of it. But, you know, I, I wanted to study in great universities. I wanted to explore the world and what is possible outside. So I think that was just for me growing and expanding. And yeah, even though it was scary. But to be honest, if you want to grow, fear and growth comes hand in hand so it doesn't matter <laughs> you have to do it even you're fearful despite all the fears i think that's so well put fear and growth go hand in hand and i think so many times we limit ourselves by allowing the fear to win um, and we don't do the growth that it takes to go through the fear yeah exactly Exactly. So, and I mean, childhood is, I think it's one thing, but more than anything, all these fears appeared for me more in adults, because I think when we're younger, in a way, we're a little bit more carefree. <laughs> and so there are lots of things like, yes, I mean, you don't even think too much. 
But the more older, well, at least with me, I realized that the older you become, the more responsibilities you clearly have, the more risky in your mind is to make changes. And so that is why, for example, when I started working after university in uh, in, in London, in one of the biggest uh, global banks, I uh, it was a, I made a brilliant career, a climb career ladder successfully. And um, I never had any actual issues with uh, like growing and getting promotions, being recognized. I mean, it wasn't easy. It was a hard work. I can't deny that. But at the same time, at some point, again, this curiosity and desire for more, I think the potential was that for to experience this limit and limitless nature in me uh, brought me to kind of start questioning if the career path I was uh, on was actually the right for me. And I think this is where this is where many people, including myself, don't even time, take time to think about whether where they are in terms of their professional area is actually the good fit. Because we kind of, from my experience of working with hundreds of people, we fall into our career for quite often reasons not relating to us, not relating to us choosing our career. Quite often our career happens because it's a logical step after university or parents advised or social status or prestige. All of these things when we are young, which is fair enough and normal, we want to chase because for us it looks like this is when I'm going to be successful. This is when I'm going to be accomplished. This is when I will be happy. And it actually works. I mean, it works in the very, at least in the first few years or 10 years, maybe decade or, or even two decades of your career. Um, it does work. All these things tick the boxes. At that moment, maybe we get married, have kids. I mean, life changes. And somehow you just fall into and life happens. And then looking back, the point arrives. That's what happened with me. Is like you wake up and you wonder, is this it? And interestingly enough, everything is good on paper. That, that's what I think. I really want to encourage people to think about good on paper doesn't mean it's good for you because if it looks good on paper but doesn't feel good on the inside clearly there is a misalignment there is something that has to be changed for you to truly be happy and satisfied so yeah i think that's uh, i don't remember <laughs> what the question was initially but <laughs> i think that's kind of was my point where again fear came up again is yeah. this it I knew that where I am doesn't work anymore, but I was too scared. And also I didn't have a clue what else could possibly I do. So that's, I think, where I was. <laughs> and there's a lot of obstacles um, that rise up when we're in a career, even if we're not happy in it. There are a lot of things that block us from taking that leap out. What were those kind of things that were keeping you held there maybe for longer than you wanted to be? Yeah, definitely. So, uh, well, first of all, as always, financial security. Like uh, I was earning relatively good money and the, the, the change for me in my mind meant I have to sacrifice. I have to take a pay cut. I have to start over. And I almost like felt that I will waste all these years of my experience and hard work if I have to change, especially if I want to change to somewhere else, to another industry, another field. And so I think that was actually the most determining factor of keeping me like stuck for many years, because in my mind, I was I will waste my experience and 
you know, all these efforts and we'll have to take a pay cut and start from scratch and over. And it was, I mean, not only scary, it didn't make sense. It was absolutely rational. So that was one thing. Another thing, I think it was also a bit of guilt, if I'm honest, because interestingly enough, in that period of, I, I don't know how you call it, identity crisis or anything or something like this, but I just realized that I felt I've lost quite a lot of friends because not lost I mean we, we went separate part or separate ways because they couldn't understand why I'm not satisfied it's almost like they were really I felt ashamed to be ungrateful according to them for what I had because you know I had a beautiful job I mean nice flats that I could afford because I was had a great job you know everything was very great on papers I was saying everything was perfect I mean you technically they were saying you cannot ask for anything else why do you not why are you not satisfied why do you need more and i must say that for again a lot of many few years i was hiding and um almost like shutting up this this inner voice or nagging feeling that something is not right that it's got to be more to life and i was shouting it out of shame and guilt that i don't appreciate enough what i have and that is why you know, I just really need to forget all about this curiosity and whatever is exploring inside and just keep doing what I'm doing, be satisfied and happy with I am, with what I, where I was, and that's it. Yeah, but unfortunately, it doesn't work. So, but this, yeah, these were the main obstacles, I would say, uh, for the change and why I haven't done anything for many years. Okay. And how long ago was it in your journey that you had reached this point where you thought, I know this doesn't feel right anymore in the career that I'm in? So I've been already 15 years uh, doing, in my career. like uh, So it was quite a bit, you mm. know, a uh, chunk of uh, work experience. So I wasn't already young. And, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think... From my experience with clients, it happens between, I would say, mid-30s, mid-40s. And then, again, it takes a lot of time to actually start doing anything, something about it. And sometimes people wait until 50, Yeah, you know. Uh, but I would say that it usually starts around, like, mid-30s, closer to 40s, early 40s. I don't know why. I mean, and again, we're all different. Sometimes I work with clients who are in their late 20s, and they already realize that something's wrong with their careers. But I call them the outliers. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's, yeah, that was the Okay. Age. So what was that journey like for you, going back to when you knew you had to make the change? So before you set up your very successful business, helping others to do it more easily than your experience, take us through that journey of I'm not feeling right about what I'm working, because I think so many people are there. So many people are in that zone and don't know how to to make that move because it's scary yeah yeah exactly so well I tried to do something on my own it didn't work so I was going to seminars listening to free videos and discovering exploring but it's almost like I missed the guidance hand holding somebody actually tell me Irina this is what is happening and this is what you need to do I really needed that support and I mean, because after a year of struggling to understand what exactly is happening, where do I even begin? You kind of have this risk of never beginning, never starting to even moving into this direction because you don't know how. So I tried myself because I always believed I'm an ambitious. I can't do it. <laughs> how can I not? 
but actually it was much more complicated than I thought because you know I don't know it's like to, to understand what is next in your career now I understand when we don't know what is next it's almost like we don't know who we are at our core and that is why we're struggling to understand what is next in our careers because as, as I mentioned I didn't want just to go to another bank to do exactly the same job as I was doing because it will not help me at all so that is why one year I wasted just kind of try and do bits and pieces, but not moving forward until I, day I realized I need support, I need help. Mm -hmm. But that's where it was another challenge. I couldn't find the support I was looking for. So of course, there were lots of career coaches and I hired one. I really made a big investment actually in the coach. And the main idea was for, for her to give me an idea of what is next and help me to get it, right? I was really happy and excited, I remember. And it was a quite a big investment at that time. For me, at least, first time in my life, I invested that much in any kind of trainings or coaching. But interestingly enough, I, I, I mean, of course, there were beautiful, valuable points there. I mean, mindset work and values work. So I, I don't say it was uh, something, you know, I didn't benefit or learn from it. But unfortunately, the result of this coaching was that the best path for me is to go to another bank. Mm -hmm. And I was persuaded that otherwise you will have to sacrifice your financial security because financial services is clearly well paid. So you will have to take a pay cut. And if I, if I, don't, if I can't afford it and I couldn't, uh, then you can't do it. So pretty much that was the explanation. And the thing is, at that point, I could give up. I could say, okay, guess, I guess that's it, right? Or I have to agree to end less. But something inside of me say, no way. What do you mean end less? I don't want to end less. I want to maintain my lifestyle. So, so clearly, in, in this sense, it didn't help. And But I decided, no, I'm not going to give up. I'm going to check everything. Who does crazy career transition? Just do my research. Speak to people. Understand how people make their dreams come true. Like, because as I said, it was something in me was saying, no, this is not it. There is something better and something bigger. So it took me another couple of years actually to figure out this whole understanding what is next process. And then once you understand what is next, it's a whole new story how to secure that because you do not have necessarily relevant experience. You're not necessarily, you know, outstanding on paper because you have outstanding, but in the other industry, so it took me a lot of years to understand how to make it happen, this transition, and what is that I want next. And I did. And I secured three job offers in a completely different industry, in a uh, HR consulting, people advisory kind of field, uh, which was far away from banking and sales. And because it was my passion, coaching and people development, with a 15% salary increase. So, and this is when I'm like, I was, I gave notice to my current, to my that point, current employer. I was holding these job offers and I was thinking, wow. And, and how many people, including my friends and parents were telling me, no, it's not possible. No, it doesn't, including the coach that I invested who told me, no, you have to take a pay cut. No, not, you can't compete with people with relevant experience. So all of these stories were lies in a way. Not because they wanted to harm me, of course. They wanted to protect me from failure. But mm -hmm. I am so glad and proud of myself that I didn't give up and I moved forward. So this is pretty much when, once I'd done that and I had three months notice. And I was like, and of course, I accepted one of the offers in about to like st starting in three months. But then something in me said, Irina, how about actually going even bigger than that? And it was a leap of faith, I, I must say. 
in these three months, I, I helped few, um, a few of my friends who were skeptical in the beginning to actually also secure transitions. And this has proved me that what I've done actually works not only for me, but for others. And this is when I decided, how about I will not take this job offer? How about I will start my business? And I will see where it takes me, because I think this is where where was like my why and this idea of being my own boss, helping people in a bigger way. Because, again, if you go work for employer, it's still one employer. Right. So, yeah, and this is how my journey, my business started years ago. And I never looked back. It was the best decision ever. <laughs> Amazing. And um, so you got these job offers, Irina, and they're in different areas. So, like you said, in HR. Uh, but what were the kind of obstacles? Because you're moving from one area into a whole other area. There must be obstacles. What were the obstacles that you found that kind of were blocks maybe for others that you apply, maybe yeah. the jobs you applied for, or even that job that you were offered? What was their expectation versus what you had and how did you bridge it? Yeah, so before trans securing these job offers, I failed at least 50 interviews. So by the way, so it was, I, I failed a lot and I had more than 100 rejected applications and they never invited me to interviews even. And so, and, and, and this is where I realized I was doing something wrong. So when you come in to somewhere with a different experience, you cannot just say, hi, hire me. This is me. This is my background. I'm the best. It will not work because clearly your background is completely different. But what I've learned is about the skill of being able to connect the dots for the hiring manager in the right way. But here's the thing. Again, once I've learned that, it still didn't work for me. And I couldn't understand, okay, why it's not working again? Because the whole process of choosing what is next from the very, very, very beginning should start in a very different way from what I used to know and what we normally do. It's not about going for what is available, what is logical. It's all about understanding what will be, what will be the career that will help me to kind of be who I am, like most of the time, who can, that connects to my why, to my purpose. That's actually another thing. What is your why? What is your purpose? And then, uh, and then what kind of company cultures do I want? And why? What is my priorities? What is important to me? What interests me? What I'm passionate about? What I absolutely love? What is your zone of genius? This is the kind of, again, something that I've discovered and realized is super important is the sweet spot between what you're excellent and good at and what you love doing. Because here's the thing, when you're coming from another industry experience or from another field, it's not what you do. It's not how you do it. It's why you want to do it. So you mm -hmm. sell this why. And it's only possible to actually speak about it if you know yourself. But that's why in order even to, to get the interviews, you want to make sure that this is the right employer, that what they do and the mission this company has really close to your heart and what you care about, what you're passionate about. Because then it's so easy to explain it. You it you it will just light up. Your energy will be absolutely high when you will talk about why you and why you want to work for them. It's not it's sincere, it's authentic, and that's what sells. And it has nothing to do with ex any experience because in any way you have your skill set. You've learned certain things how to do. The context can be anything. They, if you don't know something, they can teach you. That's my exactly learning experience. Because as soon as you're passionate about what, do, what you do, as soon as you're eager to learn, as soon as you understand why you want this opportunity and you can connect the dots for them to show why, then it literally becomes super easy. 
I only had one like interview with, well, five people and pretty much that's it. I didn't even have second, third. They were so impressed by, by everything that, that I told them. And, but I was using precisely the language of, let me tell you what makes me wake up every single morning, because then you will understand why I decided to apply for your company and why I'm such a great candidate for you. So it, it, it's, it's almost like, and, and again, it's not artificial. It's not something to impress. It's something I truly felt and believe in because I made time to do a, an aligned career choice. That's why my system is called Aligned Career Mastery. It's not about just getting a job. It's about mm -hmm. getting a job that makes you feel alive, makes you leverage your operating zone of genius, leverage your strengths, connect to your why, and simply makes you feel excited every single Monday. So that's the type of work I'm, or job I'm talking about. And that, that sounds so enticing. It really does sound silky, you know, having the career that you want, the, the work, the job, the opportunity to feel alive, that you're contributing, you're where you're meant to be, doing what you're great at and feeling fulfilled with great purpose. Do you find that a lot of people, though, are living a different existence where they're thinking that all that stuff is not available to them, that they are stuck? So yeah. how do you explain the availability of going for all of those amazing, silky, wonderful components that make it sound like a dreamlike existence yeah. rather than the drudgery of yeah. the job that you're not enjoying, but you're stuck in? Yeah, and that's again fear. So you, to be honest, it's not like I'm saying that it's the only way, but you just need support and in, in right hand holding. You just need somebody who knows how to walk the walk, and actually hold your hand from I have no idea what I want next to and help you understanding what is that about, and then help you secure this while holding your hand so you cannot go off track. Because mm -hmm. the truth is, in this process, there are so many variables that will scare you off big time that will make you doubt make you feel like no it's never going to happen and then if you're on your own it's so easy to just say okay it's not going to be for me or one rejection and you are completely disappointed and or no even no even uh, you never had over from anybody when you apply and so all of these stories you just say no okay it means that I'm not good enough. I don't have enough experience. I am too specialized. I'm too gener generalist in my background. Or all of the stories we create to justify why we're still stuck. But the thing is, is like I always say, and that's pretty much what my lots of my friends were saying when I was applying and getting rejections. Irina, but what did you expect? But then I was always thinking, but then why did other people could do that and I can't? There, there must be a reason. So I think it's all about. Well, why it happens to people because when they don't know how and when don't they don't have the living example or the proof that it's possible, it's very difficult to just persuade yourself to take this risk because change is risky in our minds, right? And 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 then do mm -hmm. something about it. And then people will create stories like, well, passion, who cares about passion? I need to pay the bills. And when I ask these people, but what about actually loving what you do and being well paid for that? Oh, it doesn't exist in dreamland. But Okay, you can continue believing that story, but where is it going to leave you? Staying stuck and keep telling you the same stories. So that mm -hmm. is why I, I always say like, and behind all of these stories is fear. 
behind underneath all of this is always kind of little okay this is why i'm stuck little justifications all of this the covert is fear but then we can either use this fear to paralyze us you know and stay where we are stuck and not changing and keep justifying why we are where we are but that's not limitless potential. It's not reaching your limitless potential. That's settling. That's playing small. It's agreeing for less. And you can. It's a choice, by the way. It's a choice. And if you personally want to choose it, I mean, not you, but if somebody wants to choose it, <laughs> then you can't. And that's an interesting actually, fact. You can't change their mind sometimes. But then it's not going to last because the impact of settling for less and playing small and being dissatisfied and stuck at some point will start impacting your whole life. Mm -hmm. Health, well-being, relationships with uh, family, it will. It cannot, it's just impossible to just stay stuck and be healthy, smiling and happy. No, the energy will decrease everything. Like you become skeptical, cynical. It's really a devastating uh, future, if I'm honest. And that is why quite often when clients come to me, they say, Irina, I wish I've done it years ago. And I always say, well, yeah. better late than never, right? Because I can imagine point... people are saying that because I think a lot of people exist in that spot of frustration and unhappiness exactly. and just don't believe that anything else is, is possible. Exactly. And that's why they get stuck in the cycle of, either getting busy or you know like this uh, this busyness like just to forget about this feeling of stuckness inside trying to run away from it and uh, you know creating different uh, active social life and everything all with the point or maybe addictions i was addicted to netflix all the time with a glass of wine sometimes two you know and even more i stop exercising so it starts actually really impacting you like when you hate your job when you're stuck when you feel frustrated and so yes you can keep telling yourself the stories but unfortunately it will not lead you it will lead you nowhere at some point you just need to decide that i want more that i'm ready for more i am scared i have no idea what to do how to do it but i'm ready to ask for help i'm ready to figure this out and i always believe the teacher comes when you are ready a lot of the time I have at, at least 70% of my clients, they always say, Irina, but how did you appear even in my feed? I've been always in their feed, but it's that's a funny thing. I always appear in somebody's like LinkedIn feed or I don't know, email or we meet on somewhere or somebody refers them to me and they're like, oh my God, but that's the best. I was just start thinking about the change. And, but, that, so, but that's only possible when you decide within and say, okay, enough is enough. I'm ready for more. I'm exactly. ready for more because I know I can have, do, and be more. And I'm ready exactly. for that. So that's, I guess, that's, I guess, the, the journey. <laughs> and I think a big learning um, that we can get from this is that you don't have to know what it is you want to move to. Yeah, exactly. I think that's one of the things that may stop people so much that they feel this frustration, this unhappiness in the career or the job that they're in but they don't believe something else is possible and they don't know what they would want to do. So they stay stuck. So I think it's just like a gift to realize it's okay to feel that frustration. And it's also okay to not know and not have that clarity of what it is that would light you up in the morning and send you out to work, feeling grateful to be going, that there is help available through you to help people to get clear on what that is exactly. and develop a plan to get there. So 
let's come from there back into your journey. So you turned down the offers and decided that you were going to start your own thing. So tell us about that. Well, having your own business is a whole different story <laughs> because in your own business, you have nowhere to hide. Yeah. Uh, I know I've been always working for big corporates and I mean, you're always behind big brand in a way, you know, of course you have to show up and all of this is clear, but in your own business, there is nobody to hide. The brand is you, you're selling you and your skills. Uh, and, um, and of course it was a, a bumpy road. What can I say? <laughs> it was a bumpy road, but I think it's very similar. It's very similar logic. And, um, you know, as when you try to change career, when you're stuck and you want to do something else, there will be lots of things that will scare you, like richly scare you. And then again, you always have a choice. You either choose to be scared and then you procrastinate, you don't do it, you delay it, you say the stories why you will not do it, why it doesn't work, why it should, you know, like it's so easy to justify why you're not doing something. And that's what I've learned. And in business, you're never going to grow. Well, I think to be honest, in business and career and everywhere, if you're going to keep telling yourself stories. So my, my reality was every time I was uh, coming across the block and it was so many, you know, I've never did videos. I've, I've never had a business <laughs> anyway, everything related to even technology and ad advertising and marketing and it's something I've never done before. Right. But here's the thing. You can either find an excuse or you can find an opportunity. So I think my mm -hmm. mindset was always there, like in terms of, okay, what, what could I do? What could I learn? How can I do better? What if I can't fail? What is failure is just a feedback. What if the failure doesn't exist? Because the reason why we don't think is because we don't do things because we're afraid of failing. But what if failure is not, there is not such a thing? Yeah, okay, something happened. It's a feedback. It's a way to improve and do it something differently and better. And that's it. And I think when I let go of this perfectionism and this idea to actually make things work in a certain way, and allow things to happen, evolve. And that's, I think, also important in your career. As you were saying, it's okay you don't know what is next. It's perfect. The same in business. Because I thought that to feel safe in my business, I need to control and know everything, like to have certainty about everything. But it doesn't work. You cannot possibly know what is happening tomorrow in your business. So that is why when I let this idea go and just focus on what is the next best step. What is the next best step? And just focus on implementing this one step. And then what I've noticed when you take the small steps, and of course you have a bigger vision, but when you just focus on the bigger vision, it becomes too overwhelming, too far away, seems impossible. That's why you don't do anything. You procrastinate. So that is why when I focus on making small little steps and celebrating it as the biggest achievement, that's when I felt not only grateful, but this is when I actually realized, ah, from here I can see, ah, that's the best next step. How interesting. And when I was step back, I wouldn't even imagine knowing that unless I just took the step forward and understand what is happening. So I think that this was my kind of experience as a business owner, more like slowly moving forward. I think progress is so much more important than outcome and actually moving forward. Even if you have to, like, I don't know, to crawl, you, you have to do it, move forward towards mm -hmm. what is that you want. 
even if you don't know what you want, but you just know, I want to be happy, satisfied, fulfilled, and well-paid. That's enough for the knowledge. And then you just go into step-by-step, step, closer and closer to that every day. So I think that was my experience in as a business owner. And I think one of the things that also blocks people, I wonder if you feel the same, is that they feel like they should know what they want to do. And because they don't, they don't want to go asking for help because they feel that they should know. So, but it's okay to need some help. And it's yeah. okay to have somebody who is experienced in a, a method of some kind in order to help you to achieve the objectives that you want. But we tend to often feel we should be doing it on our own. So have you found that as well, that people are a little bit closed off to help and don't realize that it can radically change your life, whether it's with you developing amazing careers for people or in any other way, when you have someone that can coach you through the right I, way. It, exactly. But the problem with all of this is that help is usually not free because mm -hmm. if it's free, you know, we would do it. Or free help is not going to give you the results. You have to invest in help. And that's where the block comes in. And it's not even like, because of course, nobody can guarantee you the results. I mean, when I invested in my business coaches, of course they say you will get this, this and this, but can they guarantee it? No, because it's always a two-way street. I need to do what they teach me and all of these things, right? And the thing is because this support and help, even if it's exactly what you need comes with investment, a lot of people struggling with this idea of investing in themselves because, and, and that's where the, this whole fear comes in because lack of self-trust, what if it doesn't work? What if I will waste my money? But it comes from, again, not trusting yourself that you will get the result, but also with the person who knows, who can actually help you. So I think that is why many people delay it or don't do it or explain why they will not do it for the gain, for fear of spending money and energy on something that will not give them the results. And, um, and, but that's again a sabotage because if mm. they could do it on their own, they already have done it. So it's That's almost right. like they are, they are not allowing themselves. And I must say that I've made myself a few mistakes. Well, not mistakes. I invested in lots of programs, business programs, especially when you have no idea what is that. Mm. I can't say that maybe they gave me the results I was searching, like exactly the result, but I've learned a lot. And without those programs, what I have right now in my business would never be possible. So mm. I'm super grateful. I think it was the best investment ever in every single program. I've learned something so valuable that, you know, I, I really appreciate. But I think with, for example, with career coaching and what I do, it's even much easier, if I'm honest, because, because in a way, it's, it's, it's almost like there is, there is no way, for example, to fail in my system. I have worked with so many clients and none of them fail because you cannot not understand who you are if I, uh, if I show you how to do it. I mean, you cannot say, oh, no, I still don't understand who I am. It's, I mean, it's impossible. Once you understand who you are, you know, the framework I teach is pretty much saying, okay, this is your career. This is how you choose it. This is the levels and this is what you do. And, and there is nowhere like you don't, there is no guesswork. There is no, no uncertainty. Everything is very clear, strategic and logical. And everything comes, okay, now that I know what I, who I am and what I want, what could be next? So it's impossible to fail unless you sit and do nothing. But many mm. people just don't understand that. And again, let the fear speak and lead the car. 
while they're like passengers accepting okay yeah fine maybe it's not gonna work okay i stay where i am it's okay you know <laughs> and keep telling mm -hmm. the stories and so i think that's the, the biggest challenge and in the end of the mm -hmm. day if you don't invest in yourself you're your best investment i always believe that so what you're investing in so what you're investing so in yeah so true so Irina, what is the experience like to work with you? Let's say a new client comes to you. How do you start working with them or what kind of method is it that you use with them that gets the results? And then what are those results like? If you can share some of those stories. Yeah. So the main result, uh, if we go from the <laughs> backwards, the main result for me, and that's how I also measure my result in my success in my business is to help my clients to get a job offer from the desired field, from the desired industry and negotiate the top salary. So it's almost like it's very tangible, as you can see. So it's mm -hmm. a result is like whether you have a job offer and then it's your result and success or not from the desired mm -hmm. field and the desired company. So that's the result. Um, I worked with many people from absolutely all over different industries who were transitioning to absolutely different industries. And <laughs> that's why when somebody says to me well but maybe if, with my experience it's not possible or maybe with my background again it's not really possible i can only guarantee that every single transition is possible that's that's my my only guarantee i help clients to go from banking to fashion from accounting to media from like completely like from uh from being in it to the wine industry from like completely different because you know, you can't even understand how, how did you spend 20 years doing accounting if you are such a creative and you're attracted to beauty and fashion, actually you wanted to do that. So again, because the father was the accountant and wanted her like, to be an accountant, you know, all of these things. Um, so that's why when I work, start working with a client, the beauty of my system that it's very structured, it's 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 effective and proven because it's been tested tested and tried so many times on so many with so many people and so many backgrounds and industries. And again, even though of course everybody is different, the framework and how we do it is different, it's the same. It's all mm -hmm. about understanding what is next and clarifying what will be the best career direction for you, which makes your personality, your preferences, your interests, your purpose. We discover purpose together with my clients. Uh, in your zone of genius, right? And then we tangibly go and, and I uh, help to search for industries and companies and roles that are a perfect match to this destination that we discovered together. And then it's all about strategy. And the strategy, I don't want to like go into details of the strategy, but the strategy that works right now in the current job search market. Again, this is something that many people don't know because in order to know the strategies, you need to be a full-time uh, career coach or HR. And if you're not, which is normal because usually people have their full-time jobs in a different area, they don't know what to do and how to do it. That's mm -hmm. why I'm saying support is not even essential. It's 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 not even like a, a luxury. It's a necessity because mm -hmm. otherwise you waste time and still no results and still stuck. So that is why mm -hmm. with the right strategy is pretty much what I do. And of course, behind that, all of that is confidence and self-belief and working on this unshakable belief that everything is possible, that I'm a magnetic, irresistible candidate and I can get anything I want. I think this is also super important in my work with clients and quite often more important than even strategy. <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty much if I summarize what exactly I do. <laughs> uh, that, uh, and hearing in there some of those transitions that you've helped people to achieve from one 
career into an entirely different arena. Oh, that's your name as well, into an entirely different arena. <laughs> they, they're so radically different. People would think, but that's just dreamland, isn't it? But it's not. Mm. And it's amazing to think that you can go from a job in banking or accounting or you know something very left brain focused, numbers focused, data focused, <coughs> excuse me, into something so much more creative. People would think, well, that's only for people who have lots of money and don't need to work for a living, but it's not true. Yeah, it's definitely not true. And, and as I said, it only happens because when we choose career initially, nobody teaches in school how to know who I am and what career will suit me best. I mean, there is not such a knowledge. <laughs> so we just go with whatever is easiest, whatever is the logical, whatever is prestigious, and that's it. And then that is why I'm not surprised anymore how many creative people are in banking and finance and all of these industries which are far away from creativity, and then they want something creative something mm -hmm. completely different. And then of course they're scared because they kind of don't even allow themselves to explore this creative side of them. And that's interesting. And because they're afraid and, and think that it's not possible. So that is why a lot of the work, I actually help them to allow this creative side of them to shine through, to actually go, you know, to, to show the light because they, they almost like bury this creativity, whatever side that wants to, to, to go out for so many years in their jobs. And then for reason, because there is a story that they're telling them why creativity, for example, will not, it's not something good to have, right? For example, I mean, of course, creativity and other skills. And they keep believing it. And then it's almost like, no, but I'm not going to be paid money, paid, paid much if I do creative jobs. All of these stories again, <laughs> To, to kind of, uh, but as we know, all of this is lies. It's not true. Mm -hmm. It's an illusion. So, yeah. So, Irina, if you were able to kind of go back in time to when you were still in your career, in your finance role, what advice would you go back now if you could sit beside yourself for a cup of coffee at that time that you're doubting yourself, knowing you're not happy, but not knowing what to do, what would you give yourself as advice now? Well, uh, I think the best is don't waste your time trying to do on your own. Don't tell yourself the stories, why it's not possible, why it will not work. Decide right then when you are feeling dissatisfied and kind of unhappy that you want something better from life and hire the professional who will help you do it, who walk the walk, who know how to do it and who will hold your hand all the way through until you get the dream job. Mm -hmm. So I think that's that's my advice because this is the help I needed. And I created something that if I could have that, what I'm offering right now to my <laughs> clients, I would grab it, seriously. I would grab it mm -hmm. because as I said, that's why I created what I created because I didn't have that support and help in yeah. the way that I offer it. So yeah, that's that's the reason <laughs> I guess you know, we go to a doctor when something is wrong and the doctor helps us because they're experienced in it but we kind of don't always realize that there are so many other areas in life that radical improvement radical shifts into happiness or wealth or uh, health or any aspect it's available yeah if we get the right help yeah but just exactly. sometimes we can't do it all on our own exactly and it's 
it's just lonely on when you don't know how and it's uh, completely overwhelming and also disappointing and devastating when you just you know when you reject it when you fail and when you can't get what you want so it impacts you so much personally so why allow yourself to even experience that if you already suffer enough at your job for example you just mm -hmm. want somebody as i said who who will give you the safety security take the guess uh, work out of this whole process and really skillfully take your hand and will make and will walk with you all the way so I think that it's, as I said, it's not a luxury anymore. It's a necessity. Otherwise, your eyes are settling for less and you're telling your story, stories, why not? You don't want to invest in a shortcut and proven system that will save again your time, money, and potentially, well, energy and money, yeah. So that's why, as I said, it's, it's not easy. It will be scary, that decision. But again, if it's not scary, it means that it's not it's not growth because growth, as we started this conversation, growth and fear comes hand in hand. So it's always mm. going to be like this. All these decisions will be that investing in yourself or making change in your career or going for something that you want. It's going to be super scary. But that's a real growth. Mm. That's what I say in flourishing, reaching your limitless potential uh, and yeah, being the best version of yourself and, and living the best life. This is what I call have a life with no regrets. So <laughs> I like that a lot. So Irina, any last uh, technique or advice that you can give uh, to people who are unsettled in their career? Is there any kind of small technique you can give them that might help them to come into that zone of realizing it's possible? Well, um, I think that this conversation should have inspired them already to see that everything is possible and they can just go to my profile, LinkedIn profile and check how many success stories, unbelievable transitions actually happened with my clients. So I have it all in my profile. But I think the first thing is a decision. So pretty much we are all just decision away from the dream life. Mm. so that's 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 kind of my last words it's as simple as decision decide and everything starts from there the right teacher comes the right coach comes the right help opportunities everything starts to come when you decided i am ready for what is next love that we're all just a decision away from a dream life yeah <laughs> what a perfect inspirational note to end on so, Irina, thank you for sharing that with us and your journey um, and the, the possibilities that are available to us all when we embrace that fear and get the help that we need and shift our lives into the life that we want to be living career-wise. Yeah. Yeah, so exactly. Thank you for all of that. Um, uh, brilliance. Brilliance. So... Very grateful for your time today and for all of those tips that you've shared. Uh, your website um, or your contact details will all be in the bio with this episode. So people can get in touch with you there. Any last tip about how they can reach out to you? I think the best is LinkedIn profile because LinkedIn. really that's where that's what everybody has and that's what's relating to the career. And then we can start from there. Perfect. And I know we've got your LinkedIn profile uh, link in the bio.
Yeah. So thanks so much, Irina. Uh, really grateful for all of that advice today. And thank you to all of our listeners for joining us for another episode of Limitless Potential. And we look forward to welcoming you back next week for another episode with another guest inspiring us in another direction on how to live more limitless and embrace your very own limitless potential. See you then. <laughs>